Well, hey, everyone. Uh, my name is Mike. I am with the Refuge Church podcast, and we've been doing this podcast for a little over uh, a year. I think we're coming up on a year and a half, and we're going strong, and we're really excited about uh, just the the conversations we've been having about discipleship lately and some of the new content that, that we have coming out. And so we're still making new episodes, new content, but we thought that it might be kind of cool to go back and take a couple weeks where we look at some of our most popular episodes, our most downloaded. And so we're going to take the next couple weeks here and just listen to a couple of those again. And so that's what you're going to hear. And we're really excited about it. Again, we're still making new content. Uh, We love that you guys have been with us in this discipleship journey and we hope you enjoy. Welcome back again for another episode of our podcast here at uh, Refuge Church, where we are trying to be able to have a dialogue about discipleship that allows it to be something more common than just uh, what happens at church or on a Sunday morning. Uh, If you're new with us, we love to have you and glad that you're here. My name is Pastor Dan Hertzler. I'm the lead pastor here, and I've got... I'm Mike. And I'm Ryan. And uh, these guys have been with me for the last year as we've been uh, having this dialogue and this discussion we try to uh, emphasize the fact that being with God is at the core of discipleship, not what we do, um, not uh, the impacts we have, not all this other stuff, but at the core is being with God. And what does that look like? Uh, and then we recognize, though, that there should be evidence of that. And the evidence of that is how we live, how we treat others, um, how we uh, live on mission type of thing. And so that's kind of where our dialogue and discussion has. And we've been really uh, focused in on this year on that part of the being with God and the discipline of prayer. And, and what does that look like? We've been trying to answer uh, who taught you to pray, why do we pray, how do we pray? Uh, and, you know, even looking at the, the comments, you know, we find sometimes in our society where people talk about thoughts and prayers, but yet we don't really have much impact or power in that. And we talked a little bit about that. Well, uh, this time here, as we've gathered, we want to talk about how much faith comes into it when we pray. And maybe you have felt this before, or maybe you have even heard somebody say, if you just had a little bit more faith, uh, your prayers would have been answered the way that you wanted them to. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I've even heard that sometimes when it deals with people dealing with uh, severe illnesses or difficulties, and they feel if they would just would have prayed harder, they just would have prayed more, they just would have prayed the right prayers, it would have healed their loved ones or those people going through hardships. And it's a difficult conversation because, like a lot of conversations, uh, you can tend to over paddle in one direction. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, if you've ever been kayaking or if you've ever been whitewater rafting, you recognize that if one side is paddling harder than the other side, it's going to steer the boat or the kayak in one direction. And sometimes in our faith and sometimes within our Christian circles, we talk a certain way and people hear that in a way that they believe they have to keep Uh, paddling in that hard direction. And unfortunately, it's steering them away, I think, from the intention of what God has. And so we don't want to over paddle. We don't want to under paddle. And so when we have this dialogue, we have this discussion, what does faith play into it? The, The key is, is that faith does play into our prayers. That when we go and we pray, we are praying by faith, not by sight, 
that God is who he says he is, and God is sovereign over all things. And so, um, you know, Mike, I'm just going to kind of throw this out to you, but when you pray, um, you know, what, what are you thinking about, or what are you seeing, or, or what part of faith comes into it as you pray? Yeah, um, I think it's great, and, and I appreciate the introduction that you used um i think sometimes that verse can also get further confused when we consider the words of jesus daughter your faith has made you well um if you have the faith of a mustard seed i say to you you know you could tell this mountain to be cast into the sea and it would be done right and i'm paraphrasing there um and so I, I think it's important that we really look at that and consider what does it look like, you know, in praying and in praying with faith. And I think for me, it starts with a reminder that um, uh, uh, just like what faith is, my faith is in the confidence that Jesus is Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, my faith is in, and as you were talking, I started to try to look up the the verse real quick and my mind's a little foggy today. So forgive me, you guys will have to help me out if I misquote here, but um that God is working all things together uh, for the good of those who love him according to his purposes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we we want to leave that last part off and just say, God is working all things together for the good of those who love him. And that's true, but we need to have that, that part on there too of according to his purposes, mm-hmm. right? Jesus has come and, 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 claimed to be God. He's proven himself to be God. He, he died for the sins of the world. And then he was resurrected on the third day. And now we're waiting for him to come again. And that's important because in his, in his second coming, there is the resurrection of all people, the resurrection to life and the resurrection to judgment. And, and as I consider that in my prayers, like the reason that, that I'm bringing that up is because that's the foundation for me. Yeah is that this life, this, this temporal peace that I have here is not the be all end all. Mm-hmm. And are there moments where I want to change things and I want to do so through prayer, which sometimes for me is more of a wish list than anything, um, with very good intention to it. I don't want to invalidate anybody whenever I say that. Um, absolutely. I mean, my family is, is walked through a lot of tragedy and trauma over the last, um, couple of years that, um, out of respect for them, I don't want to go too deep into, but even in my own life and yet there's things that we want to be very different in those situations, but that doesn't mean that we still can't see God being a good God in the midst of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we don't always understand how that works and in our prayers and, and, and all of those different things. But what we can just rest in is, is that foundation of Christ and that he is who he says that he is. And he's a good God who's working all of those things together according to his purposes. So my faith is in my confidence in Christ. It's not in me hoping and wanting and believing and knowing that he can do things for me. It's, it's, knowing that he is working all things together yeah. according to his purposes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. When you, when you think about, you know, we are praying um, and you mentioned, you know, it's not a wish list. It's not Santa Claus. It's not right. Uh, you know, even a, um, you know, uh, maybe a star Wars, like force type thing, a karma, uh, you hear people, that's refer, a good way to put it to. Uh, it's not, uh, <clears throat> that if I can just tap into that, then somehow I get what I need or get what I want. That's sometimes I think what we do, but when we pray, 
by faith, uh, we're actually reminding ourselves of actually who God is in that prayer. Yeah, I think uh, one way to think of it in the midst of that is sometimes when we think about the idea of praying in faith, we're trying to will something into existence yeah. on our own. I think the youngins call that manifesting. Right? Yeah, whatever that is. But in, <laughs> I mean, if we believe that scripture is true and, and on this podcast we do, it says in the beginning, God created. God is the only thing that I've ever seen. I haven't seen it, right? But the, the, that has actually willed something into existence. Yeah. And we can't actually do that, which yeah. is kind of why walking down that, that road doesn't tend to lead to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And so Ryan, but obviously faith does have an impact. And, yeah. and so yep. again, we're, we're, we're again, trying our best to, to see all of scripture here, to see all of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We want to paddle um, at the appropriateness of, of, of who God is. So, so how does faith come into our prayers in that sense? Yeah. You know, cause I think my mind goes to right without faith, it's impossible to please God. Yeah. Right. So there, it, there has to be faith. The, the faith has to be the, the backbone of the prayer, you know, and, and, and to me, I, I kind of go to, um, you know, Ephesians two I forget if it's eight or 10, but you know, it says for by grace, you have been saved through faith yep. yeah. and that not of yourself. Yeah. You know, it's a gift of God, not a result of works so that no one can boast. Right. And there's something special about faith in that God gives us faith. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I yeah. don't think it's so much of us trying to muster up faith, but there's some special thing where God gives us faith for the thing he wants us to pray for. Yeah. You know, and, and my mind goes to when Jesus performs the miracle at um, turning the water into wine. And his mother, Mary says, do whatever he tells you to do. Mm. And there's like this, if Jesus is telling you to pray for some, if you really believe that God is putting on your heart to pray for someone or pray in a specific way, do it. Like he's giving you special faith in that moment, confidence in who he is, not in the words you're saying, not in what you're doing, but what he's inviting you to partner in. Yeah. You know, and I think that's where the faith comes in is, okay, God, I think you want me to pray in this way. I'm having faith in you in what I believe you're doing. So I want to be a part of that. Yeah. Right. So even thinking, Lord, I don't know how to pray like in Romans eight, you know, I don't know how to pray as I ought, yeah. but the Holy spirit is giving us internally just faith and groanings and yearnings and prayer of these are the things I think we need to pray for. Yeah. And, and I think that's also significant when we look at, uh, pastor Dan, you referenced, uh, the, the verse in James five. Yeah. And one of the examples that James gives as he's talking about that is he's like, well, look at Elijah. He prayed and it didn't mm-hmm. rain for six years. And I think without like realizing it, sometimes we can assume that, well, did Elijah have a bad day? Was someone mean to him? And he was like, I don't want it to rain for six years. Yeah. God, I have yeah. all this faith. Uh, no, God erred, like yeah. put that on his heart to do that for his purposes. Right. And there's, there's a reason for it. Go back, read the story. We don't have time today, but like there was a specific intention and purpose that, that God had in the midst of putting that on his heart. Yeah. And, and, you know, we're going to talk here a second, Mike, uh, reference James five, uh, the, the part that, uh, we really want to look at because you have these passages where James talks about in Mark chapter five or sorry, James chapter five, um, 
It says, if any of you are sick, let him call on the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will rise him up. And if he's committed sins, he will be forgiven. You know, and, and you have that passage, and you see that, and you, you read it, and you say, okay, well, right there, it tells you that if you have prayer of faith, then he will save the one who is sick. But yet, again, uh, you know, when, when you find these difficult passages, or you see a passage, and, and you, you just think automatically, okay, there's my proof text. There's the thing I know uh, that is justifying what I believe. You have to always step back, and you have to look and say, okay, what, what, is, what does the whole picture show us? Okay, what is the context here in James chapter 5? Well, there does be, seem to be uh, a context where James is talking more than just physical healing because he talks about the idea of sins being forgiven. He talks about um, the idea that uh, one will, will, you know, the Lord will raise him up. And so uh, we're not talking about in this moment, you know, that physical resurrection, but we're talking here, I believe, that when James is referring to this, uh, about the idea that in heaven there is no sickness. In heaven there is no dying. In heaven sins are fully, uh, completely forgiven. Uh, there is no, uh, you know, tears and those things. And, and so as believers, we recognize that even in sickness and uh, disease and in cancer and even in death, it's not the final say. And so when James is talking about here, even when he talks about oil here, I, the, the, the oil isn't really the, the anointing type oil. He's actually kind of talking about medicine oil. In Interesting. Um, so it, it's not even that as much as sometimes we take that and say, well, if I get anointed, therefore God's going to answer my prayers even greater. And, and, and again, nowhere in Scripture do we see that if you, if you do these types of things, automatically God's going to answer you according to your will is what we're trying to say. Now, God does bless, God does honor those who seek after him. That is a clear thing. That is something that we should strive to. That's the whole even idea. Uh, I think John Piper talks about Christian hedonism, the idea that we find our greatest delight in the Lord and our desires are satisfied in him. That, that's something we should pursue. That's something that is good. Uh, but we turn it so quickly into, well, that means I, I, I'm going to get better at you know, more money. Or that mm -hmm. means I'm going to have a, a happier existence here. And, and it's never always just about here. There's always this promise of what is to come. And so when we pray by faith, we should come with an expectation that God is hearing you, that God is going to respond to you, and that he has, for believers, healed that disease. Yet we might not see it or experience it in this, this moment. Yeah, my mind goes to, you know, in Hebrews, right? Faith is the substance or the, you know, assurance of things hoped for. And what truly is our hope but Christ in us, the hope of glory? Yeah. You know, so when you start to see that, it's like faith, in a sense, it casts our vision to heaven. Yeah. You know, it, it lifts us up just above the this lower world and earth, you know, that we're on. And it, it gives us, I think, clear sight to see, oh, yes, we have hope presently today. Yeah. It's in the living Christ. 
And one day we will know future, you know, what that glory is. Yeah. I don't, I don't often like to look at many of the stories in the old Testament as exemplary examples of, of things that we should do. I think sometimes that happens a little bit too much in churches, but as you're talking, uh, all I can think about is a story of uh, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, right? Mm-hmm. Where these guys are so rooted in their faith. They're standing before the King who's saying, you have to bow down to me. I'm going to kill. I will toss you into this this Mm -hmm. furnace right i'm going to kill you and they're like nope we like we bow to god Mm -hmm. like and that's it like and 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 again i'm paraphrasing but they what they then say though is so powerful where they're like we are confident even if you even if you bring whatever you have against us we are so confident in his ability to save us that we're good yeah yeah but even if he doesn't Mm -hmm. that changes nothing yeah about who he is. And as I think about that in relation to my life, like much has been taken from me and, and I'm sure much more will be, but man, you can never take what I have in Christ. Mm -hmm. You can bring whatever it is that you have against me. You can shame me until my own grave, but you can never take Mm -hmm. what I have in Christ. And, and I think that there's a lot of truth in what you're saying uh, in, in terms of when, when you look at that, you know, being made well and, and, and all of that through faith. It's, it's because, uh, again, do I want horrible sicknesses and diseases to happen to me or my family? Absolutely not. Who sure. wants that in this life? Yeah. But I know that that is this life. Yeah. And that in the next one that I have because you can never take anything from me. Because I know who my God is. So let's go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I love to be able to pray uh, with people or for people to say, you know, we know that this is a reality, but if you want to bring a little bit of heaven to earth, <laughs> we, we, would love to, Absolutely. we would love to see that. Because that's, that's truth. That's what, I, mm-hmm. that's what I believe. I, would, I believe he can, and I would love to see it. Like you say, Mike, I, I don't want illness. I don't want sickness. I don't want these things. I, I, I want them. But I also acknowledge it's already happened. Yeah. And it, it's just a matter of whether it's now or it's, it's coming. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I just want to say, you know, for those that might be listening, uh, because I, I, I've had enough conversations with people, uh, we hold on to a lot of uh, shame and guilt about trying to do more. And you may have some of that right now, even as we're talking about this, there might be some of that feeling like, yeah, you know what, if I would have prayed more, this would have happened. If I could have done more of this, or if I would have been more obedient or more of that. And there's some good evaluation to look at when, when we think back into our past, we should, we should evaluate it. We should think about how we can do things or what we should have done. Those are really good, but to hold on to the emotional guilt or shame that comes with that is not what Christ or God is, is wanting in this. Um, he is wanting us to recognize and to know that he is God. He hears us. He sees us. Uh, he has defeated sin and death and that we can put our faith and trust in him. And the things that come to us or the things that come our way is not uh, by accident, not by surprise. He is sovereign over all. And he wants us to keep coming as as a child comes to their father, um, as someone who keeps coming to a, a good king, a good judge, a good Lord, a, a good God, and to trust in him that he has taken care of these things. And even if we don't see that in the moment, even if it doesn't go our perceived way in this time, that that doesn't change who he is. 
and again back to mike's point uh you know it's just about shadrach meshach i i call him a bendigo maybe it's not the right way uh, sorry yeah <laughs> um but their, their, their expectation was God is going to be God no matter what happens in this moment. And, and I love that about their faith. So, uh, Ryan, real quick, just, just as people are praying, though, uh, is there any way that you can just kind of give them that encouragement of how to balance this out by having faith but then not making faith so much of a thing that it's, it's all on them? Is there any encouragement or any ways that you can just help them out? Yeah, you know, I would say that God will give you the faith that you need for the things he wants you to pray for, where he's calling you to, you know, but I think so often, like Pastor Dan said, you know, you have to come like a child and and a child always needs help. (laughs) And I don't think we like to admit that with ourselves that we really do need help. We need help with how to prayer or with how to prayer. Yeah. I need help with how to talk, (laughs) (laughs) but we need help with how to, to pray, you know? And, and, and I think just coming to God and just Lord, help me to know how to pray help. Like I, I, you know, what's going on. You know, everything that I need, even before I say it, help me. I want to pray the prayer that you're praying in heaven. You know, Jesus is interceding for you, you know, and that's pretty amazing. So just really coming with a posture of a child saying, God, I I want to honor you in my prayer. I want to represent you. Well, I want to pray what you're praying. So just, you know, give me the faith that you want me to have, you know, help me to have faith and, and, and just trust in that moment that he's actually wants to give you faith. He wants to, to lead you. And then too, just being still enough and quiet enough and patient enough to actually wait until you, you have some kind of leading or guiding or impression. And, uh, but you can be way more confident in him than in your prayers. <laughs> you yeah. really can. Yeah. You can have much more confidence in his ability to lead you than your ability to follow. And I think it's a good reminder, again, is uh, we know that those that are in Christ have been given the Holy Spirit. And yeah. That Spirit's desire is nothing more than to be in communion with the Father. Yeah. And what you're saying, Ryan, is ultimately we have to say, how am I... Mm blocking that? How Mm -hmm. am I quenching that? How am I stopping that? Am I making this about me? Mm -hmm. Am I putting the emphasis on myself or on the words I say or or the type of prayers or when I pray? And, and, and again, all those things could be good questions to ask because maybe there's some things you can learn or grow from, but when it becomes that it's more about us Mm -hmm. and we've got to be reminded that the spirit is in communion with the father. And because of the son, we can enter into that we can enter into his presence with confidence. And when we do that, we can then uh, be reminded by faith about who he is and, and what we already have. And we already have that promise of, of no sickness, no death, no tears, no cancer, no none of these things that, that we pray for. And so um, I just want to take a moment, though, as we don't normally do this, but just I just want to pray right now. And uh, my heart's just really just uh, feeling the burden of those that people that are listening to this and you're just feeling the heavy weight of something going on. And so I just want to pray. And so if you guys can just join me and those listening join as well. Father, we, we thank you for this privilege we have just to, to come to you. We know that your name is a name above all other names. And so Lord, right now we come before you and we recognize that, uh, Sometimes here on earth, in this moment, in this present time, we can get discouraged. We can get crushed. 
we can feel defeated. Sometimes then we even put the problem on us because we didn't do enough and pray hard enough. We didn't have enough faith. Even right now, some people are listening to this might be going through something really difficult. And they just think if they could just do it more and more and more that they could just somehow get the result that they want. And Lord, I just would pray by faith that we know who you are. That you are God that's not going to change. That you are the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega. You sent your son to defeat sin and death and to give us a victory that we can join in with you. And that you have a place where there is no sickness, there is no death, there is no sadness, there is no tears. And yet sometimes we forget about that. We get stuck in the now. And so, Lord, I would just pray wherever anyone's listening, whatever's going on, that they would see that faith, that certainty of what is not known yet, but is so in front of them, so real that it gives them the peace and understanding of the here and the now. That just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, whether it goes this way or goes that way, my God is my God. And so, Lord, I just would pray for those people right now. I pray for us. And I pray, Lord, that by faith, we are sure of the things that you can do. And we know in a heartbeat, you can cure any disease, any illness, any situation. We know in any moment you can bring heaven to earth and show us your power and your glory and your might, and we will rejoice and celebrate with that. But, Lord, if it's not, we know you've already done it in victory for us. And so, Father, we thank you for this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I just want to encourage you, if you have any questions or anything that we can do to help out, you can always email us at info at churchrefuge.com, and we'd love to be able to help you along in this journey as we work through what does it look like in this common space and how does prayer work and what does faith look like in our prayers?